students of Exeter, have you craved a nutritious, affordable meal that can be delivered right to your doorstep? Ever considered spending those dull Tuesday nights in snuggled up with your housemates having a curry? Well, now you can. Karana's Curries are a student business based in the heart of Exeter, producing handmade curries with recipes passed down through generations of Asian heritage. There are a number of flavours available to satisfy the spice-phobic among us, as well as the Billy Big Bollocks who fancy an attack of the senses, and all this for as little as £5. Go follow Karana's Curries on Instagram, and if you use the code THERAINCARD when placing an order, you get free delivery. So what are you waiting for? Pre-order for Tuesday night using code THERAINCARD to make every Tuesday night a little bit less dull. Back to the studio. Hello, and welcome back to the Raincard Podcast with me, Billy Whitten. And me, Ollie Treasure. Treasure, how are you doing today? And I'd say unusual circumstances, we're currently on Zoom. Yeah, I feel we've adapted, we've overcame, and we've sort of moved on from this. We got um, two very good guests today again, and we're on Zoom as Billy's back at home, but I've got two great guests with me today, and I'm really looking forward to filming today. Yeah, how I can we- only apologise for my absence, you know, home was calling. Works calling as well, but I'll be back on Thursday to make sure I get all the reactions when we post it. But yeah, we're sort of, weirdly enough, we're moving a little bit away from cricket today, aren't we, Tredg? I know. Some would say that we are fraternising with the enemy. We've got uh, two fine hockey players here, the Finkeeper and Nico Wright. So how are you boys doing? Um, Very well, thank you, Tredg. Very good, thank you. Well, I think we've probably got two of the best spoken guests we will ever have on the podcast. (laughs) So, so we, we've got we got high expectations there, boys. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Guys, how are you doing today? Yeah, excited. Um, happy happy to be on here. Thank you for having us. So, so we start all our podcasts, as all great podcasts do, with two questions. First question is, you, you play at East Dean Cricket Club and you've played lots of club cricket before in your life. Where are you? What's going on your plate in your dream match day? Um, I think uh, from listening to some of the previous weeks, uh, Billy's comments, I probably agree with the most. Um, with, uh, the, the mini sausage rolls. <laughs> yeah, oh, I've I got a lot of time for them. They're, they're always the place I go to first. Um, to be fair, I haven't played a lot of club cricket since I left school. So a lot of it's from when I was at school um, and just basically a lot of sandwiches. Yeah, um, nice. That sort of thing. But I, I, I didn't tend to eat that much while we were playing. No. Um, kind of kept it light. I think yeah. we're on the other end of the spectrum. Nico, what's on, what's on your uh, um, plate? Well, luckily, I wasn't so much of a batsman, so I, depending on the second innings, I didn't have to worry about the amount of food I ate. Yeah. Keen for um, sausage rolls, cocktail sausages, those kind of things. Also love a Victoria sponge. Oh, yeah. yeah. Victoria oh, sponge. Yeah, do you like some... I'd, I'd like the chocolate brownies for a sweet thing on my yeah. but yeah, i got a lot of that anyway. And the other question, the, the most important question of the whole podcast is, who is Sam Roberts? <laughs> um... I don't know. I've been a lot of people have been asking me this. I've been trying to figure yeah, out. Yeah, I've been asked that as well. There's this guy who walks downstairs sometimes, just roams around. Yeah, it might be him, but I don't really know. Um, <laughs> we'll figure it out. We we, we are we are struggling at that point. Should we just so, briefly touch on sort of what you guys are like as cricketers as well? Because we know you, your primary sport is hockey, but I know Nico, you've dabbled in a bit of cricket. Yeah. Um, well, I played a bit of schoolboy cricket, um, second team at Eastbourne College mainly, and then um, come across Bill a few times playing some club cricket. Um, I was more of a bowler back in the day, bowled some off spin, um, suffered the yips in lower six, and it never really recovered, sadly. Um, but yeah, that, that was the extent of my cricket. Yeah, I've had the yips for 19 years. It's, it's bloody horrible, let me just tell you that. <laughs> Yeah. And Finn, what are you like as a cricketer? Um, I'd say just very, very average, I think. Um uh played quite a lot outside of school and at school up to the age of about let's say fifteen or so. Um really enjoyed it. And then GCSE, yeah, as many people do, didn't play much. And then kind of didn't properly get back into it in sick form. I played a bit of two stuff, but didn't really train much, just kind of rocked up on a few weekends. Um but it's always such a good day out when you actually yeah. go out there. So um, I'm hoping maybe this summer yeah. to West End. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll this see. is what we're doing. We could have Billy and Finn both playing at West End. I'm working wonders here. You won't see me dead in the in West End. <laughs> right. That that is that is very upsetting, Billy. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Uh, now should we go on to talk about a bit about your, yourselves? We're gonna sort of go away from cricket for a bit and talk about hockey. Cool. So can you? 
Nico, I think you're probably better to, than this. As Finn's a bit of an airhead, so uh, <laughs> uh, can you t- talk about the hockey club and sort of what you're involved with on Wednesdays and Saturdays? Um, Wednesdays and Saturdays. So Wednesdays, I know cricket do a lot of big club socials and things. Yeah. Um. So we we obviously have our Bucks games, maybe leagues, maybe cups during the day. Every team in the men's club, one to seven, should have a Bucks game. So quite everyone's getting. Everyone's getting out there, getting, getting a good amount of hockey played. And then we'll all come back either from away matches or home matches. And we tend to do team socials. I know, Trey, yeah, yeah. you experienced one last week. Yeah, so. I, went, I went to a hockey social with Nico yeah. last week. Really fast up the enemy. Yeah, far too much. Sorry, Bill. Behind enemy yeah. last week. Getting some intel. Um, but yeah, no, so we quite like these personal little um, team socials. I get, guess you get to know your team a bit more than if it was a whole club one. Um, but yeah, so that's the main thing for us, and then we all pile into TP, meet nice. all the cricket boys in there, yeah, the rest of the club as well. So, yeah, so your Wednesdays are much better because, unfortunately, for us, yeah, cricket's sport. a summer sport, yeah. so so we're sort of waiting all year, and then then come May, we we get tra- travel down to Southampton, play ten overs, and it gets rained off. So uh... <laughs> yeah, we're quite fortunate in the fact we've got two terms to have, yeah, have matches and socials, and then following on from that administratively as Nico someone he, he should he should be running the hockey club next year I'm putting it out there <laughs> Fingers I'll, crossed, I'll, I'll be running the campaign but um administratively how, how difficult will it be to organize all sort of all those games you've only got two pitches there you've got the ladies hockey club you've got the lacrosse club that also use the sand astro how sort of hard is it to organize so I haven't had too much of an insight into that yet um that's mainly under the role of our general set generals Gensec. Um, which is a different role to club, uh, club captain, obviously. Um, club captain will oversee it, but I think um, a lot of the work goes down to our gen sec, who's Josh Moran this year. Um, but yeah, no, as you say, there's seven teams wanting to play hockey on two pitches, one of them being used by another club as well. So it's quite tough to timetable it all in and fit it all in. Um, but yeah, they do a good job. You get some early matches, but um, no, I think they do a good job of it. Obviously, it's a pretty tricky job, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel of living with Finn. I would see like how much he loves the club, and so they they, they do quite well in in terms of organising all the games. It's a lot of a lot of admin. It, it's a yeah. serious amount of admin, and Finn just turns up for the twos, plays ten minutes, gets dubbed <laughs> off, <laughs> and then and says he has a poorly eye or something. So, <laughs> and then moving on from that, Bill, do you want to sort of question them about the Saturdays? The Saturdays too. Yeah, so I, it's quite confusing for me in terms of your Saturdays often take priorities over Bucks games. Is that yeah. simply because it's a high level, or is that just for the ones? Um, I think I think it, it depends. I said I think definitely for the ones, um, they're uh, pretty similar because Bucks obviously everyone wants to do well for your uni, and when Bucks go, that's always the aim when you come to uni. Um, but uh, just to explain it a little bit, basically the hockey club obviously plays to represent the uni and the AU on Wednesdays. And then we're basically a separate entity on the weekends. We are basically a hockey club on its own. And we use the extra uni name. But we have people who don't go to the uni that might play. Um, oh, especially God. the twos. So we've got some school kids who are really good. They'll play in the twos, maybe even the ones occasionally. And some older guys who have left uh, still stay around and play. Um, so it, it's it's a bit different. I think that the ones, because they're in the, the Premier League, the... Um, Equivalent to some of the the best, well, actually they're, they're the bottom of the league, so maybe some yeah, of the worst teams, maybe yeah, Bournemouth or something. Maybe, yeah, yeah. That, that... Um, but they're they're basically um, it's a massive achievement for the union that we've got a team in that top league, um, and they basically just got to always try and stay up. That's um, are they staying up this the year or? So they um they've got two games left, and they've probably got to win both. They yeah. they lost to Nottingham on um, the weekend, which was. A bit of a nightmare, um, but hopefully they can get two wins and then uh, everything else goes their way. They'll be staying up, but it's, it's going to be tough. But yeah, we're relying on some other fixtures, some other results now to come in. So yeah, tough times. Relegation dogfights, I might say. But yeah, moving on from that, and so both you two play in the twos and threes respectively, and you're still sort of bloody good hockey players. And for those of you who don't really care about hockey, which is probably quite a lot of our listeners, can you uh, give us in footballing equivalents to what teams you'd, you'd be at? Um, so the twos play in the third league of English hockey. 
although technically there's a north and south so it's a, it's a bit different but if you ignore that and just think that you're three leagues if we got promoted twice we'd be in the premier league yeah just to simplify it um we are basically equivalent to maybe an extra city or something like that in league one um big time maybe plymouth yeah. i don't know some some pretty heady heights but, yeah um yeah nosebleeds of that territory yeah. yeah. mate um and then the threes we are uh, if we were to be promoted, we would be in the same league as our twos. But as Finn said, there are different areas of the equivalent league, so it does get quite confusing. Um, I think we worked out that we're maybe like an Eastbourne Borough, that kind of <laughs> level hockey team, which, yeah, it's still a good level of hockey. It's not bad. Yeah. yeah. For a third team, yeah. we play not, any, not many other third teams we come across. So. Oh, yeah, I think that's one of the other points that you have to think about as well, is that especially... On the well, on both weekends and bucks, like um, because this uni is so successful, we're we're regularly playing teams who are first teams or second teams yeah. at clubs and other unis. Um, you lads know, obviously, last Wednesday, unfortunately, we yeah didn't get a job done against Edinburgh once on Wait, flicks, really? which was <laughs> uh, which was a nightmare. Um, but you know, we're playing against the the best team in Scotland, yeah, uh, as a second team, so. It's, it's it's pretty cool. It's a very high level. Yeah. yeah. And as someone, or me and Bill, we're pretty awful sportsmen. <laughs> so can you sort of describe, you might not want to do this, but just sort of describe what the dressing room would feel like after, like what's the, what's going through? After the, after a loss. Like after, yeah, after the like, sort of loss, semi-final. Um, well, I think that, that one hurts the most because obviously you're knocked out of the semi-final bucks that you're out. And the thing that's really... Um, kind of uh, hurt, hurtful is the fact that obviously at uni you're constantly cycling through players so there are people who are going to leave and you know seeing when we came into the change room seeing those third years and those fourth years like in tears or just or just completely yeah. broken men like sitting in the shower it was really tough um it, it was really not nice to see and we all we all got together had a huddle um few people uh said a few words of how much they've enjoyed this year mm. and we i think we left the change room with a much better outlook on our year than we went in after losing so yeah uh yeah it was tough there was a lot of uh people just standing in the showers sort of staring at the walls yeah um some low sad music playing yeah it was, so, it was the, the adele and the yeah. lowest yeah. 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 Got, got some got some blunters on yeah, and then it kicked up to about Olivia Rodrigo and it felt a bit better. Um, yeah. And um, I've got a question for you. So both these boys have been very modest about the hockey, hockey ability so far. But one in particular is Finn. Finn at 15, played at Surbiton once, which is which is the Manchester United or the Manchester City of hockey. It's one of, sort of one of the top teams in the country. Some might say at the moment, the Arsenal of hockey. I think I was 16. But then you, oh, you were 16. It, it, yeah. Either way, at, at 16, you were playing for Surbiton once and you were um, sort of at the top of your game what's what's gone wrong from there how you ended up I mean first of all I think I think <laughs> playing is a bit of a uh, <laughs> bit of a um, exaggeration playing means I would be playing a whole year I played twice in the Premier League I think um, uh, yeah I mean I think uh, some of it is due to just the um, the players that were there like yeah. obviously if you're um, so I obviously was was one of the best Colts there, one of the best young guys coming yeah. through the club. Um, so when they need numbers for the ones, I was one of the first to be called out. Like I was training in the one squad for from about fifteen to eighteen when I left. Um, so obviously when uh, when some of the international boys go away, um, which is the other thing, there's so many at Surbiton, so yeah. we would lose like probably six players, five or six players. So you then obviously got to bring people up, um, and yeah, I, I came up a couple of times. It was it was really cool. Um, it, it's such a different environment. It's like a proper professional sport environment in the changing room and training. It, it feels like you're seriously playing some high level stuff. Um, but like, there's so many people this uni. All the boys in the ones like if they were served at the same time as me, they almost all of them would have yeah. been put ahead of me. So it's it's kind of just circumstance. Um, but yeah, it's it's cool to look back and say yeah, I play in there um, as much as you take the mickey out of me for it. Um, <laughs> it, it is it's cool. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah it, it is. It's, it's been a slight downfall, but it's uh, pretty cool experience. It's not quite West End twos with that today, <laughs> but 
Tomatoes, tomatoes, eh? But, and... but, but Nico's also had similar success in, in the cricketing world, haven't you, Nico? If you want to talk about Cricket District. I've seen well, you on YouTube many a time, spinning a web, as they say. Viral cricketer, maybe. Um, <laughs> I was lucky enough to be caught up in the social media storm of Cricket District. Um, I don't know if any of you have seen their videos. They do quite a few like little clips and edits. Recently, I think they've had a net with Stuart Broad and... Jimmy oh, oh yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, I've seen that. So yeah, I knew people. a couple of the, them from East Warren. I helped set up the website, and yeah. Oh wow, you're play with them. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They a little. Um, I don't know if you ever played Bill in the uh, Sussex Slam, a little T Twenty competition. Yeah, I played bits and pieces for Seaford. And so they entered the team into that, and um, yeah. Did you play for them? Played for them, yeah, throughout the year. And they filmed all the games, which was quite fun. How did how'd you get on? Um, yeah, I think I took four for in one of the games. You know. Genuinely did quite well, <laughs> looking back at it the other day. Yeah, yeah. four for with the yip. <laughs> I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think you really know what the yip is yet. So basically, a hockey boy is better than the two cricketers on this pod. Uh, well, it's not, it's not hard, but it's not hard, mate. I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, it, it really isn't that much of a, <laughs> of a difficult, difficulty. And our final question is that, on this podcast, we've hopefully got two future club captains of two different clubs. We've got Billy in the cricket and Nico in the... Okay, Nico, how are you sort of looking to run the club forward next year? Is there anything you're looking to change or looking to bring in that you've seen in the cricket or the rugby or any other club that you'd like to... I think um, I think as much as you can look into other clubs, I think it's important to keep your own identity and own cultures of the different clubs. You know, you can take ideas from the other ones, but my main is more of the same I think the last two years Finn and I have been here I think the club's been run really well you know we've had two great club captains the last two years so they've been really good role models for me and I think um, I've learned quite a lot from both of them obviously that I have small like ideas I quite like to implement um, sponsorship will be a big thing I think as it is with all clubs you know money's quite a big thing nowadays in order to fund the club and the different investments and things but yeah I think who organises sponsorship in hockey? I don't know. Yeah, I think it is up to um, club captain to get those sponsors in. Okay. And then, obviously, we have some individual ones as well for players. But um, no, I think the main thing for me is more of the same. As I said, it's the club's in really good order after these last two years, luckily. So I'll just try and maintain that if I'm given the role. Oh, very nice. Your, um, Bill, your, pre- your previous club captains were actually sort of the people that inspired us to this podcast, weren't they? Weren't they, Trench? You know, the hockey podcast yeah. from last year and Jet Chat Flick. We very much enjoyed yeah. that in the off season. Because yeah, that, that was obviously your their Lent challenge and they did it pretty well. And we, we sort of copied their idea, tried to better it, but I'm I'm not sure we've got to that yet. But to they still haven't accepted my LinkedIn request yet, which I'm quite upset about. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully yeah, they hear this one. Have a word, yeah, come yeah, on, boys. And now we're bored of talking about this sort of rubbish sport with a stick and a ball. Let's put talk about a proper sport with a bat and a ball. So both <laughs> of you play a bit of cricket. And before before we get on to our nitty grip gritty cricket you've grown up sort of I know Finn your dad's a good cricketer and both of you boys have grown up around uh, lots of cricket I'm gonna ask you one simplest question it's gonna be one name who is your cricketing idol who wants to go first I'll let Finn go first oh, um I think I'm probably gonna say a pretty polarizing guy in KP um I don't really know why I'm so drawn to him I think obviously there's a lot of scandals and stuff to come along with him I don't think he's the best bloke at times maybe but He's just such a maverick on the pitch um, and he can just be so explosive and completely take a game away. Um, he's also, what is he, 6'4", probably? Yeah. Similar height to me as a batsman coming at yeah. number four is kind of what I used to do. A, a very, very much another <laughs> level. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's probably him. Some of his knock, like that knock in India. Um, what did he get? 180 something? Yeah. 86 or something like that? Yeah. Like, just ridiculous. Uh, all that one down under in the ashes. In yeah, exactly. London. So I think, yeah, probably probably KP. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, um, I obviously looked up to a lot of older people, like older schoolboys when I was coming through the ranks, you know, those first team players who kind of like glorious, um, they're kind of massive role models to me. But on the professional scale, probably someone like Nathan Lyon, you know, bowling, yeah, bowling, bowling those bowlers. like me. Um, Puts in a, he used to put in a massive shift, still does. You know, the amount of overs he'd bowl was incredible. And I did used to go to bed, like, dreaming about him. Maybe I'd wake up and be able to bowl like him, uh, especially after I um, 
Yeah, I suffer my years. Um, I used to watch videos <laughs> of him thinking about the good old days, but yeah. I'm no, surprised was... you say Nathan Lyman, you had your own superstar, James Treadwell. Yeah, yeah, James, <laughs> way left arm though, but yeah. Uh, and one question, one thing I was really glad about there, I got really nervous that you started talking about the Eastbourne one, but one's boys and looking up to them. If he said Will Lucas, you would have been kicked straight out of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, who is Will Lucas? Yeah, who who is Will Lucas? We'll never oh, yeah. get mentioned the podcast. But yeah, um, Eastbourne did have to wonder me. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. Wisdom Young Cricketer of the Year. Quite a bit better than Will Lucas, to be fair. Just a little bit, mate. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. And before we go on to that, do you have any sort of ideal cricketing memories you've had? Um, Anything really spring to mind? I think that I just have this kind of image when I think about like the perfect cricketing day. I just have this image of playing at Lansing College, um, sort Great of ground. below the the what is it, chapel? I guess, like, yeah, cathedral, something yeah. like a ridiculous building. Um, yeah, you've got that shadowing over you, and they've got this beautiful, like, completely flat, big, big pitch. They kind of almost carved out of the ground. It seems, yeah, it kind of falls off on the sides. I, mean, I just remember fielding a point there, just looking up, thinking, like, this is bloody cool. This is yeah. a really nice place to be. And the match tees were really... Yeah, you'll really get good nice match tees there, won't you? And you got anything for you? Um, I remember going down the ground, so, you know, um, I remember playing... We went on tour to Dubai, and we fortunate enough to play in the Zayed Stadium. Oh, nice. Quite, it was, like Coop said, it's just um, quite... You're quite in awe when you're out there fielding. You know, you've got... Even though the stands were completely empty, it was yeah. still quite a very quite a cool experience being in a different country playing cricket. Yeah, still one of the yeah. best decks you've ever played on as well, surely. Yeah, that or Memorial Ground at Eastbourne. Yeah. Really good deck. Yeah. <laughs> Bring an R in between the two. It's a difficult decision. That pitch has rugby on it in the winter. Um, yeah, down the down the sides. And um moving on from this. We're going to go into our the Astros this summer, and I've gave you a question beforehand of our 2010s Ashes combined eleven. I think we've all made our teams, and Billy, you're going to be the judge today. So you have. Cool... I've done no. I've done no prep, so yeah. I'm going to have to just observe, smile, and wave here. You, you've got you've got all the power though, Billy. The power is in your hands. I've got a bit of paper in my hand actually, so I'll write on there. Yeah, lovely. I'll write on there what we come up with. Okay, so we got our opening batsman first. I've got. Uh, five names here that I think we could have chosen from Shane Watson, David Warner, Chris Rogers, uh, Andrew Strauss, and Alistair Cook. Where did where did you got boys go for your two openers? Um, I think obviously you've got to have Alistair Cook in there. Yeah, you, um, got, I mean that's uh, basically a no brainer. Um, like his 2010-11 series, I think. It was, yeah, like, three times down yeah. under. Um. Yeah, he, he's got to be in it. Uh, are we are we saying it's played in Australia or England or just uh, some high, some imaginary? So uh, between yeah. the two, sort of how good they've been in the Ashes. Okay, yeah, yeah. About this time. Um, yeah, definitely Kirky. And then I was really struggling. And I think I've had to put David Warner in there, which I really didn't want to, because mm. um, he's he's so garbage in England, and he has been recently, especially in like 2019. If we go right to the end of that yeah. period. Um, but I think that the boy who's got his number broadly, hopefully he's going to be on our team. So hopefully yeah. he's not bowling yeah. out to the house. Um, yeah, so I reckon I'm going to go Cook and Warner, personally. Where did you yeah, go, I, I followed suit with um, Coops. I went Cook and Warner. Um, morally, felt felt tough to put Warner in after his little scandals. I took that quite took that quite personally. For <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> In the same way after that, but um, no, I've I've done the same. Cook and Warner. Unfortunately, I've had to go for David Warner as well. There's there's, there's every single part of me didn't want to put it in, but he is he is too good. I had a hard look at Strauss, but he doesn't match up. He, he he doesn't match up. Alec, I really couldn't put Rory Burns in there, and that was that was also heartbreaking. For me, it was close for me, but yeah. So uh, I we've all got the same openers, but Billy, are you going to change that? <laughs> Uh, that'd be quite controversial, so I'm going to keep it the same, actually. Nice, nice. Uh, so, our number three, these need to be sort of gritty, attritional cricketers, or <laughs> just about three, coming and save the day when one of the openers gets out early. Who are you guys going for? I think uh, I've put Ricky Ponting in there. Ooh. you put Ricky Ponting? He's, he played he played till 2012, I think. How long, how long is that, Rob? 
10 minutes. We, oh, we just got a note. Sorry, guys. Just got a notification to say we've got 10 minutes left of the Zoom until we get a new one. Uh, yeah, Rich Ponting, I think, might be a bit of a cheeky one because he didn't play that much in this period. But I think he played till 2012. Yeah, 2011. 2011, yeah. 2012. Yeah. Um, if I'm allowed him, Billy, maybe he'll be the judge of that. Then I think he's a bit of a no-brainer. Um, averages, what is he average about? I think... 50, 50, uh, 53. 55, something yeah. like that. Um, obviously, got he scored hundreds of fun. Um, and he can be a bit gritty as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. can definitely be a bit gritty. Who did you go for, Nico? So I, I think I've missed the trick there with Ponting. But um, I went Smith. You went Smith at three. Oh, Smith at three. Um, you know, he showed determination. That spell against Jofra, you know, getting up a couple of times. Um, the average height, high fifties. The average is sixty-eight at three. I looked it up. Yeah, yeah so he's he's doing well. He's doing quite well. He's he's pretty he's pretty handy. I like him at that spot. Steve Smith. Like, I I think great mind things alike, and I've gone Steve Smith yeah. as well. But uh, again, Billy, the stage is up to you. Who's in at three? Hmm. I'm going to go Ponting. You're going to go oh, Ponting? Oh. There's no democracy <laughs> here, is there? <laughs> Gary will be fuming. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, that was a low blow, sorry. <laughs> and then moving on to who have we got at number four? So I then had Steve, uh, so I had Steve Smith at four. You had Steve um, Smith at four. I mean, he's, he's, he's obviously getting in this team. Yes. Yeah. This was my thinking as well. This is my thinking as well. There we go. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just said the average 68 through the average 65 and he bats four. So, I mean... You're not missing that. You're, yeah. you're not really missing out there. Um, I think he's a bit of a shooter for unreal player. Um, so I went for Kevin Peterson at four. You know, Coop spoke about him earlier. Um, unreal batsman. I think is he around the forty-four mark average? I think. Steve Smith will be uh, no Kevin KP Peterson. will be going probably close to forty-eight. I think. Yeah. See, I, I he was my number four because obviously I put Smith at three, but yeah, open to have Smith four. Yeah, I think I think we need. Yeah, I think I think Smith's um a shoe in. So Smith's him in at four, four then, yeah. Yeah, I think I think if if we didn't put him in a hit there, we'd be mad. He's probably the first name on the team sheet, so that's fair enough. And then at five, who are we going for then? So we can go for any other batsman. I've got a list of other batsmen that we haven't even yeah, mentioned. Yeah, we got floating right. We got Root, Clark, uh Hussey, Hussey. uh KP as uh, yeah. Nico said. Labashane played a little bit. Labashane played in twenty nineteen, uh Ian Bell. Uh, so th- they're the they're sort of the the top tier ones. I think I would I would love to put Ian Bell in because he's just the most beautiful cricketer ever. Yeah. But unfortunately, I don't think he quite holds up some of those other names in terms of averages. Um, I've I've got written down in front of me Root at five. Um, cool. But after me going on my little spiel about KP earlier, yeah, I'm kind of tempted, and I also do remember. I found this brilliant website which says all the their averages at each batting position. Yeah. Which I found very funny. KP averages about 116 when he bats five. Yeah. So wow. um I think he's only batted there at all. Yeah. <laughs> he's batted there like he's batted there like 12 times or something. Um I don't know. I'm I'm gonna say KP, but I'm completely open to other people being in it. No, I I just think he's if you've got a bit of grit up top, mm. um, then he can come in and score runs for fun. I like that thinking as well. I originally had Root, but that was with my original order. But I would like to see KP in the side, so happy for him to shift down to five. And as Coop said, with that unreal batting average, he's got to be in there. <laughs> yeah, and then and I'm I'm quite quite happy to see KP or Root there. You you can even have one of them batting at six as well, so we'll probably move on to. But um, I'd probably urge urge towards Root at five, just sort of averaging fifty plus, twenty nine test tons sort of look really good in Ashes in, in, in England, so that's where I'd go, but Billy, the stage is yours. At the moment, our top four is very, our top four is very efficient at the moment, so I want a bit of flair, so KP's going to go in at five. Yeah, good thinking. Good, good thinking. We, we can have a bit of sort of eye-catching stuff. Is that Tred's been wrong twice now, already? <laughs> oh, I'm never actually wrong. <laughs> yeah, he won't admit it. Everyone else is wrong. It. And then, um, it, and at number six, I personally like to have an all-rounder here, yeah, I've, I've... and I think you can either have Cam Green or Ben Stokes, <laughs> or or even Shane Watson bat at six. But I don't think there's much discussion here. So it's LBW, absolutely not. Yeah, um, yeah, Ben Stokes. Yeah, Ben Stokes. Stokes. I think that's. And I want Ben Stokes as well. I don't think there's much discussion yeah. there to be held at all. Arise, sir, Ben Stokes. Probably, as we said the other week with Charlesworth, the greatest Test match ever was Ben Stokes and the Ashes at Headingley 2019. So yeah, yeah, remember the day. 
what yeah what a great day well, did you see and the test moving on from them you see the test uh, the what the like India New one? Zealand won by off the last ball against Sri Lanka oh, oh yeah that yeah, yeah and they yeah, ran yeah. to the keeper as well yeah and he really and it's from review from yeah that was bloody brilliant yeah. and then Sri Lanka celebrated they thought they'd won it and New Zealand weren't even convinced it was yeah. bizarre yeah that was a serious serious game and moving on from that uh, as the only thing we're interested in here is English cricket yeah, the sorry, keeper sorry. so we got uh no worries no worries i'm just really excited for the ashes nothing personal bill so then we've got brad haddon uh matt Pryor, terry butler or bairstow at seven who who are you going for i didn't even really consider bairstow um which maybe i should have done in hindsight although he's had his proper purple patches after this period yeah probably yeah. you'd say Oh yeah, um, yeah. Apart from twenty sixteen, yeah, yeah. Best. Um, I, I, I said Matt Pryor. Um, he's pretty handy with the bat and pretty good with the the clubs as well. Um, yeah, I, I was hoping it wasn't. Yeah, I thought this, but there's no, there's no Gilchrist. There's no, Adam Gilchrist. There's no, there's, there's no unbelievable clubs, but not yeah. unbelievable batsman. I think so. The best of both worlds, Pryor. It's just pretty good at both. Yeah, like Finn, I was looking down that list, hoping a name would jump out to me, really, and it never came. So I, I was edging towards Pryor as well. Um, Butler, I don't know if he's consistent enough with the gloves sometimes. Um, so yeah, I think Pryor for me. Oh yeah, so I I went I went different to you guys. I went Brad Haddon because in 2013 he got 31 dismissals in the series, sort of best yeah. ever for a keeper. So I'm just thinking we got six bat six. Really good batsman. We we can just pick the best glassman here, and it'll probably fall to Haddon. But yeah. that was that was my thinking point, and there's yeah, only yeah. sort of a difference of five or six for their batting average. But again, Billy, the stage is yours. For once, Tred, I'm going to back you. I'm going to go Haddon. Yes. <laughs> yeah, come on. You changed, Billy. You changed. I, I know. Oh, I don't think do it, but the day has come. I'm very I'm very happy with that. Thank you, Billy. No, and now, no. moving on from that, I. I'd quite like a bowling attack of three seamers and a spinner. Yeah. Is everyone's also the same? Yeah. yeah okay, amazing. So the seamers, I'll just list some of them now. We've got Harris, Stark, Hazelwood, Cummins, Broad, Anderson, and Mitchell Johnson. They, I mm-hmm. think they were some of the best ones. Yeah. And I'll throw in Chris Wokes there if you want to bat him at if you want a bit more batting. But up to you guys. So I'm hoping that everyone's got Anderson as a shoe in. Yeah. yeah. And then who have you guys gone for your other two bowlers? So I've gone for it was it was really tough. There's been so obviously Anderson Broad hold up the England side, and then there's just been so many for Australia. But I think because of that series he had, Mitchell Johnson. I think if if you've got him fired up like that, yeah, get a lefty in there as well to complement Anderson, and maybe if we have Broad in, I think if you get that 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 side of him, he's just unplayable. He's unreal, and he can bat a bit as well. Which yeah, is yeah, always yeah, quite He's got a few fifties. He's got Test match time, I think, yeah. in South Africa. Yeah, so I, I think eight, I went Johnson, personally. Um, I was between Johnson and Stark, but like you said, um, that extra batting, I think, not that we really need it in this team, but it's quite handy. I agree, I went with Johnson as well. Yeah, I went Johnson as well, sort of 37 test wickets in that sort of famous series. So I think... 2013, 2013-14, yeah. yeah. Mitch Johnson so, at eight, yeah. Yeah, Mitch Johnson at eight. Then ended about five careers in those yeah. careers as well. Uh, J- Jimmy at 11. Yeah. Yeah. And then well, apologies for that, viewers. You know, we had a bit of technical issue with the Zoom there, but we're back now. Confirmed that Johnson was at eight, Anderson 11. Now moving on to nine and 10. Who have we got, gents? So we got uh, a seamer and a spinner to go. So should we talk about the spinner? There's only really two options here, unless you want to put Jack Leach in there. But I think it's between Graham Son and Nathan Lyon. So who else have you gone for? Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, Swan's obviously. Pretty class act, but I think Lion is going to take yeah. it. Yeah, um, he's just a bit of a different class. Yeah, I, I, I sort of armed towards Lion as well when I made this list. Unfortunately, I think the fact that he but he can bowl in all continents and just hold up an end as well and let the seamers yeah. do the job. Sometimes he can just bowl at sort of uh, sort of two, so the others can just take the wickets. He can do everything. He can be a wicket taking threat. So yeah, I would not play as, well. as much at all in this period. I guess no, as well. and in that. 2013 Astros series, he said he hurt his shoulders, so he physically couldn't spin the ball. So he was literally bowling 55 an hour, 55 mile per hour meters. Yeah. In an Astros series, he literally wasn't turning. Yeah, that that was like asking me. That's what I do. Well, mine's more like 40 miles an hour, (laughs) Lucy. But 
But so the line at ten. Line in at yeah, ten. Yeah. And now here's where the big decision comes in. Uh Ryan Harris, uh Mitchell Stark, Hazelwood, Cummins, and Broad. Yeah. And then we've already spoken about Ant- Anson Johnson. Who have you who have you both gone for? Um I think Nico can go first because I'm pretty undecided. I went I went for Stuart Broad. Um I just think his partnership with James Anderson's been pretty historic over the years. Um, his uh, the way he's um, almost ruined David Warner's career over the last few years. <laughs> oh, that's well. been great. It's been incredible to watch. Um, yeah, for me, he was he was the he was the one. He was my number. Was what number is he going? He's going at number nine. Number nine. Yeah. So I've right. I've gone for I've tried to take the emotion out of it and I went Pat Cummins. He's got a bowling average of twenty one. He's been best bowler in the world for years now. Uh and also you've got to think about as much as we love Broad and Anderson, I'd say the easiest place in the world to bowl sort of seam up and swing bowling is England and they play half their tests there. Whereas Cummins is playing in Australia, which is, they produce quite a lot of M twenty fives just for Steve Smith and Miles Labshane to score runs on. And the fact that he's still averaging twenty one because he's playing he plays half his tests at home is Extraordinary, so I've I've uh, yeah gone towards comments. I was I yeah I had the same thought process. Like I really wanted to put Broadie in, um, obviously because Broad Nansen's just been literally the staple of English cricket since basically yeah. I can remember, yeah. as from when I can remember really. Um, but yeah, Cummins I think is just it's just a class act, um, and obviously he w- he wouldn't be captain this team. A bit of leadership as well. Um, Never, uh, you always need that really, so yeah. Um, yeah, I think Pat Cummins is he batting at 10, nine? Nine, yeah, and he, yeah, can, he can bat a bit. Yeah, it look, everything he looks quite good, this period, though, wasn't he? For a bit, he was, he was injured, so he made his test debut in 2011 and until his back out, and he didn't play for three or four years. But yeah. sort of when he's come back, he's been stronger than ever. Sort of 2017, he's, also, he's got something. Is it Cummins has got something wrong with his fingers where he can't bowl an off cutter? Yeah, yeah, he's missing a. What is it? He's missing the like, index finger at the top or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I find quite funny being best bowler in the world and can't bowl an off cutter. Yeah, but I think he could bowl everything else well enough. So <laughs> he probably he probably do us for pace, I reckon. <laughs> just about. Yeah, just I reckon good shape. Good I'm, shapes though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Could Pat come as top or me? Oh, that would be a, that would be a video. That would be so if any, if anyone could get Pat Cummins to try and bowl at me, I will I I will donate hundred pounds to a charity of their choice. Put out there now. I think that would be a danger to yourself. <laughs> yeah, the hundred pounds goes towards my medical. Yeah, he's batting bubble wrap as well. We just properly wrap him up. Yeah. <laughs> so, so who, uh, who are we going for? Cummings or Broad? Is that the question? Yeah, that, that Billy, that's your decision. <laughs> uh, anyone want to change? I'm struggling here. No, you, you've got to make the decision, Billy. Okay. Uh, Broad. Oh, you got Broad. <laughs> <laughs> take 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 just take the English uh so <laughs> I tossed it up and then remembered where I was from. <laughs> so Billy, just before we uh, move on, can you uh, tell us our whole side? Oh I can, yeah, believe it or not. Uh so we've got Cook and Warner open the batting, Ponting at three, Smith at four, KP at five, Sir Ben Stokes at six, Padding seven, and then moving into the bowlers, Johnson, Broad, Lyon, and Anderson. If my ass is right, five Englishmen, six Australians. Well, we've, done, we've done quite well there. That's quite even, actually. Yeah. Quite who's even. Ca- who's captain the side? Uh, Ponting. Ponting, yeah, probably Ponting. Yeah. Um, well, a few captains in there, haven't you? You got Steve yeah, Smith. Quite a few. Quickly, Stokes. Cummins now as well. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I don't like the fact an Australian captain's. Can we have a Cook captain, actually? Yeah, Cook. Yeah. Let's make, let's make Peterson captain. Our team, our team's edgy. Yeah, yeah that <laughs> went so well. He's captain chat. <laughs> <laughs> and moving on from that, um, unfortunately, KP is not really a captain material. Moving on from this, we got our quiz, our infamous quiz. And Finn downstairs, when I was making these boys oh, bacon sarnie, he said, over oh, the last few weeks, I've done pretty well. And he always says in the living room that he backs himself. So I, These words have never come out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> oh, I, said, I said that I've done okay a couple of the times I've listened. <laughs> that's because there's a couple that I just randomly knew, like the both and one. We'll see, we'll see. Ne- yeah. I mean, Nico, 
I'm gonna struggle. Might not be much help. I have no idea what the questions are this week, so I'm very much observing. Yeah, but Nico probably is the nicest man in the world, so so maybe I made the questions slightly easier just because Nico's so nice. So being nice doesn't get you any points in this game, though, does it? No, it doesn't. So So those of you who don't know before, you get um, five questions, three clues on each. If you get the player from the first clue, you get three points. Second clue, two points. From the third clue, one point. You get the gist, and then you tally up. And you get a total score. The best score so far is 11. So let's see how you boys can do. Clue number one. I'm in the top 10 all-time wicket-takers at Dulwich College. Behind Trevor Bailey at one and Sir and Sir Ian Charles Treasure at two. Wow. That's a shout out to my dad there. Uh, I was fishing. Yeah. Was it really that? Yes. The answer is Chris Jordan, I think. It is Chris Jordan. Oh, yeah. That is pretty good. Yeah, he's probably about the only cricketer that went to Dulwich College. But I was seeing if you know that. And well done, Ian Charles Treasure. And well done, Finn Keith, for getting that. That's three points for you. You've already got half of Dylan so, Churchill's score. And he thinks he's a bad yeah. <laughs> Dylan Churchill, you're an embarrassment, mate. Still catch that one. Don't slag it off too much. Uh, question number two. Clue number one. I made my test debut in the 1971 Ashes, taking 325 wickets at an average of 25 throughout his career, not just in the Ashes, because that'll be, that'll be pretty bad. record-breaking. Yeah. That's actually more than you can get in one series. It's an average of 25. Yes. 1971. Um, I mean, um, my my knowledge of that series is non-existent. Yeah, no. Um, history. I think you might need the other. So 71. He said he made his debut then, so I assume he's pretty young. So that's what 50 years ago. Yeah, he's bloody old. He is. He is. He is quite old. All dead. Do Do you want to? (laughs) (laughs) From the from the second from the second. Yeah, let's go to the second. I I I I was went to the same school as sporting greats such as Finn Cooper and Joey McMurray. Oh, it's um yeah, it's uh Bob Willis, I think. Bob Willis. It is Bob Willis. Uh, who, nice. He is he he's did sadly pass away and he is uh, dead. You're right. Yeah. So you were you were right with that. Right. So you got you got you got a five points after two questions. This is it's looking. It's actually quite a good start. Although one of, although one of the clues was about him. So you hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, although well, John Turner did have clues about his teammates, so same sort yeah, of thing. You didn't say it's John Turner's teammate, did you? You said, all right, you go to school, you the same school as Ben Cooper. I reckon he's going to guess that. <laughs> yeah, but I also didn't think these boys would do that well, so I made it. Yeah. I, 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 had to, I had to give them one question there. Uh, question number uh, three, clue number one. I made a name for myself by scoring the fastest ever time in the Randy Trophy in 2016 of 48 balls. Randy Trophy. Anyone else to mind? Randy, I don't know, I even know what the Randy no, Trophy. Is. Randy Trophy. Never heard of that before. Um, what, what was it? What when was it? Did you, did you give a date or not? Uh, in twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen, quickest ever. Ton. Ton. Test ton. Uh, no, in the Randy just, Trophy, sports eight balls. Just quickest ever ton. Um, I'm thinking twenty sixteen. I'm thinking maybe De Villiers. Yeah, maybe. Um, good I'm thinking. I mean, it would help a lot if I knew what this competition was. Yeah, but, it sounds like. It could be um, so- yeah, it would actually, yeah. 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 Um, Just give, give yeah, an A on it. Tavillius. Uh, Tavillius is incorrect. Incorrect. But that clue probably might help you in your second question. Uh, question number two. I'm the only keeper ever to score a test match ton in England, Australia, India, and South Africa. Well, uh, obviously, is a keeper as well. So that's yeah, great. so, so it's, it's sort of ruled him out of the, the yeah, equation. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh... Uh, no, I don't think. Do you say he scored a ton in like India and places like that? Pardon? Did you say he scored a ton in India, South Africa, Australia, and England? Yeah, I, I very much doubt that. Yeah. So he scored a ton. I don't think he scored a ton in India. Um, and he's been got, keeping in all those games. Been keeping all those games. Worst thing of the the best keeper batsman. Quinton the Cox pretty handy. Um, right. Who else? Anything? <laughs> 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 Yeah. Not getting much back. I give it, I think. Um, Pant. Pant. Butler. Well, see that. Ben Cyclops. Be, so we haven't said this is test cricket. No. Oh, no, no. A test match. All these are all test match times. They yeah. are test match times. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, we've got to say someone. Let's just say it's, it's not Butler. It's not Pant. I don't think. You, you can say it's not Decock, but let's say Decock. Uh, it is not Quinton Decock. Clue number three. I've recently been involved in a tragic car accident. Oh. Billy's celebrating on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got this man off the second clue. I was playing. Yeah, he... Okay. 
Um, no idea. Recently in a car accident. Yeah, as in, as of like two, two months ago and can't play any more test cricket. He's been out of the recent series. I haven't heard anything about No, that. I have heard that. Who was that? Um, Give you 30 seconds. Oh, okay. the... Who on earth is that about? Okay. Ourselves. I actually haven't heard anything about the car accident or anything. I feel like that would be a giveaway. Yeah, that would yeah, be. Yeah, I thought that was gonna be a giveaway I, if you've I, seen it on the news or anything. I just haven't seen it. I feel like I I feel like I've heard someone mention it. Um right. Yeah, she did. Yeah, no, you're gonna have to put out the white flag. Let's say that it is just, it just name we've heard about Butler. Well, like yeah, it's English not it's one. not English. Um I don't know, let's say like Matthew Wade, I have no idea. It is not Matthew Wade, and in fact, you should have listened to Nico after Zachary. It is Rishabh Pant, is it? it yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. It was Rishabh Pant. Obviously, scored tons in England, and then in India against England, then scored. When you said fastest tonner, I thought they gave it away because Pant just bats with his cock, so he was just going to go. Yeah. 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 What's what's the Ranji Trophy? It's the it's the basically their equivalent to the Counter Championship. But they, there are so many teams, there are so many Indian districts in it that isn't that it's was, actually not that yeah, impressive. That like, was actually really good. Like there was a lad, apologies, Nico. There was a lad called Vahari, her name of Vahari, played for India a couple of years ago and averaged like 65 in the Ranji Trophy just because it's sort of quite easy to bat on out in India. So he was garbage, and he, he was garbage. Yeah, moving on from that, clue number three I made my test debut in 2000 but played international cricket, not test cricket. But international cricket until 2021. Um, can you repeat that? Sorry, I made my test debut in 2000, yeah, but played international cricket until 2021. Until 2021, oh, you played until then, yeah, international cricket, not test cricket, not test cricket, yeah. Um, in 2000, anyone spring to mind? So, so he probably hasn't been playing test cricket that most of that time, I'm assuming, from that wording, yeah. Um, he's finished playing international cricket recently. Oh, I, w- I wanted to say Owen Morgan, but that's a good shout. But that's two thousand is too. That's too early. That is, that is too far yeah, back. Oh, sorry. Um, I'm struggling. Yeah, yeah. No, I was trying to think of people that are retired recently from international cricket. How old could the man be? It's a very old man. Um, ten yeah. seconds. Okay. Um, I'm really under ease. I'm afraid. Of should we go with um, MS Stoney? It's not MS Dhoni. I've got a test high score of 333. Oh. Three, three, three. Chris Gale. It is Chris Gale. Yeah. From you. That that was a, that was yeah. that was quite a big giveaway. But you're on seven, so you you've beaten Churchy. <laughs> so good one, Churchy. Well done, mate. We, and if they get three on this last one, they're gonna be second. So if you get three three on the last one, you're gonna be second. And if you get two. You'll you'll be still be second, but joint second. So will there be a leaderboard going up? So th- there will be a leaderboard going up probably this week actually because we've had enough to go and it'll if be. Only I listen to Nico pants. Yeah, yeah. flying. We can't yeah. be having we can't be having Finn with another cricket event as well. No. <laughs> oh, can we mention? Really yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Briefly, a couple of weeks ago, the cricket club have this thing called the BPL, which is sort of, it sounds for the Bolting Premier League, and it's sort of you get into te- uh, teams of about 10, 15 clubman and you sort of uh in teams to rank your boozing ability and we were a couple of players short on the day because people pulled out so i gave finna calls like oh do you want to do the bps like, oh yeah go on then turns up and he su- somehow wins it and now now this awful hockey bloke is the cover page of the eumcc facebook page which really does anger quite a few of us yeah, yeah. i mean you more than most oh, the best part is treasure's extensive training regime for the Probably month or two <laughs> leading up to it, and the amount of chat he gave saying, "I'm going to win this. I'm going to do five on the head. I'm amazing." And he chunned after two. And no, he chunked. No, he I, chunned I, after I, two. I, I, okay, just to clear up, you, I didn't. And he chunked after two. Anyway, moving on. After after you claimed he would only do two on the head, he did four. Yeah, yeah, that that is very true, but the. But some of these things aren't true. Luke Charlesworth did quite well. But well, well done, Luke. Stick to carrying drinks. We're not friends anymore after beating me at BPL. And um, Finn, what, one thing I'd like to say about you is that I've got told to bring up by the housemates is I'm surprised your your sort of head's so good this morning after coming in at one in the morning, having a row with your missus and waking all of us up. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we went to FIBA for a friend's birthday and I had a, actually had a really good night. Got back, 
came up to my room and there was a parcel on my bed. I was like, oh, I don't know what that is. Kind of, I didn't really pay attention to it. I think I started taking my clothes off and I was about to get into bed. Turn around and my girlfriend has opened the parcel and has pulled out an STD test. <laughs> <laughs> Which obviously she is thinking like, what on earth is going on here? Like, why is this here? So she starts getting pretty upset. I... Unfortunately, because I'm quite drunk, I just find the whole thing hilarious. <laughs> there is just you know, a test in my bed, and I, I genuinely haven't ordered it. So the whole thing goes terribly wrong. She's angry at me, and Tredge and Jamie and everyone all woken up. Um, but we managed to clear it up in the end. Yeah. Was it yours? Um, yeah. yeah. So it technically was mine, but it was from Freshers <laughs> Week. Okay, right. Well, before I was, uh, uh, we managed to find a date on the parcel, so I was in yeah. the clear. Um, yeah, brilliant. me came to save the day. <laughs> and sort of after that interlude, and I hope you enjoyed that story as much as we did last night at one in the morning, mid mid watching Netflix. So thank you for that, Finn. But final clue, <laughs> uh, question, question number one or uh, clue number one. I started the England. I started for England in the Under Nineteen World Cup in 2016, averaging 20 with a ball and over 50 with a bat. <laughs> 2016, he was 19, so he's now about 26 or so. How old is that? Um, Curran, yeah, Curran, I think he might be 26. He might be around 26. Could be around their age. Yeah, so he's obviously a bit of an all rounder. I'm trying to think, young, young all rounders aren't really coming through. She's saying Sammy Curran. Yeah, I think so. No, Sam Curran. Oh, here's Sam Curran. Nico, right. If you listen to Nico, you would have an extra, or he got you three points. You could have an extra two early, and you would have won the whole thing. I think that's a good showing, actually. That is a good show. That that is. Phil, did you have that one? No, which is more frustrating. It's more frustrating. How have we let the hockey boys go second again? Like, what are we? Doing? I know. Too easy. One of your clues was was that he went to the same school as Finn, and that was yeah, that was, only, that, was, that was for two points, and I was I was just checking that he knew it. Disappointed. Can't lie. Oh yeah, yeah that, that that was I mean that was quite a good showing for you. And unfortunately, yeah. the hockey boys have. Billy, sort of... Billy, you wouldn't have learned Chris Jordan one, surely. That of course, was quite niche. Well, my cricket knowledge is rubbish, but I'm ranked like fifth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just can't believe we're having you guys second. <laughs> anyway, boys, thank you very much for today. It's been a pleasure, and play your rain cards correctly. Correctly, and anything you want to say, Billy. Yeah, thank you for joining me, guys. I mean, sorry I couldn't be there in person today, but I think this, is, this has worked pretty well. It might be used again in the future. You know, when we get our big guests on, like Tom Lamanby. Yeah, yeah, Tom Abel as well, hopefully. Yeah, an extra alumni as well. So, yeah, thank you guys for joining me today. Very much for having yeah, us. Thank you for having it's us. Very fun. Yeah, yeah, and see you next week.